business owners, it's true. We wear a lot of hats and it's really important. And it's wise when we start out, you know, to be rather lean, but we can't stay lean and grow. And so that's the point where I think it's really important to start bringing on a team and a virtual assistant is a great place to start when you are wanting to grow and stop wearing all the hats. So that could be things that you don't know how to do or don't like to do. Quit doing those. Get back to the parts of your business that you love. Um, but also uh, get rid of things that are on your plate that are just taking too much time. Welcome to the Swayology Podcast. I'm your host, Ann Watson, and I cannot wait to help you think like a business so you can inspire like a boss. I am a former corporate girl. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur turned business coach. And I'm here to bring you practical advice, inspiration, and motivation as you navigate the wild, wild world of online business and marketing. We are going behind the scenes with successful coaches, creatives, communicators, and entrepreneurs. We're getting real about their stories so you can learn everything you need to in order to love your business and your life. So whether you are working to earn an income or you aim to get your message out there, the Swayology Podcast is going to give you the tools you need to grow your self-worth and your net worth. It's not going to be easy, but I promise you it's going to be worth it. So if you're ready, let's get to it. Hey, hey, okay, guys, I'm so excited for this episode today. I have so many clients that ask me about hiring virtual assistants. They want to know what to look for, when to do it, how to find one, all the things. So I thought it would be fun to ask my friend Ashley Moore to come on the show. She is the founder and CEO of Oak and Maven, which is a virtual assistance agency. And I've asked her all the things like, what are you looking for in a virtual assistant? How to know when to hire one? What do you do about the fear of letting go of some of your stuff? And she gives so much wisdom, you guys, including how many hours you need to work with somebody before they can fly on their own. Guys, we even talk about, we get into the T about what virtual assistants hate in their clients. So you are not going to want to miss this episode. It's packed full of so much information. So if you've ever thought about hiring a virtual assistant, you got to listen. This episode is for you. You are going to love Ashley. I'm not going to make you wait any longer. Let's go ahead and get started with my conversation with Ashley Moore. Ashley, okay. I have been so looking forward to having you on the show to talk about all things virtual assistant, but I'm just, I'm so excited. You said, yes, I'm so excited that you're here. Welcome to the Swayology podcast. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Anne. I am such a fan. So this is so much fun. Oh, you're so sweet. Okay. I always like to start in case my listeners don't yet know who you are. I want, of course, to change their lives with the knowledge of you. Uh, but just if they haven't met you yet, could you just start by telling us a little bit about you and kind of what you do, maybe your family? Give us a little bit of info. Okay. So I'm Ashley Moore and I live in Iowa. Um, I am married with two kids. I met my husband at church camp in fourth grade. And we started dating when I was a senior in high school. Um, I have wanted to be in ministry. Um, and growing up, I thought that that meant being the pastor's wife. Um, I learned that that is not necessarily what I needed to do or be, but to use my administrative gifts um, in the administrative world. And so 
That's where I became a executive assistant. And I did that for about 10 years before deciding that I wanted to build a business so that we could um, have more income to give more generously. And so that is how Oaken Maven started two years ago. And we've been growing ever since. And it's been a super fun, wild ride. I love that story. I love that you guys met in fourth grade. That's insane. Like that was meant to be, right? That's so fun. His mom was my counselor and all week kept saying, have you met my son, Preston? Have you met him? I'm like, I am 10. (laughs) Oh, us moms and our little bit of pressure there. But it worked out, right? That's right. (laughs) That's really fun. And now you guys have two kids and thriving businesses and all the stuff. That's right. Um, Okay. So I do want to ask you though, because you run a virtual assistant business called Oak and Maven, and I love the name of it. Where did that come from? Well, Oaks are, um, they're classic and strong and a Maven is an expert. And so that really just encompasses our business and what we do and how we provide professional support um, in an expert way. Oh my gosh. I love that. I've been meaning to ask you because, so you and I are in a peer mastermind group together. That's how we met. That's how we know each other. And you always bring so much incredible knowledge and you are such a learner. Like every time we get on one of our monthly calls, you are reading some new fascinating book and you're like dropping the knowledge in the group. And I'm like, this, this chick is so smart. And I, I just, I love your heart for learning. And I love that name, Oak and Maven, I feel like it reflects you really well, like strong, tall, like really sturdy, loyal, all the things. And then an expert in your field. That's so great. And it's just a fun, catchy name. Yeah. And it's, you know, it can uh, span all sorts of things that we do. And so, because it's not just, you know, the email inbox and calendar, but we do a lot of creative things too. And I felt like it really encompassed all of that. Okay. So tell me then you decided to start Oak and Maven, which is a virtual assistance agency. So what do you guys do at this agency? What does that mean? So we provide a retainer support to mostly service-based business owners, and that is encompassing all sorts of things. So administrative tasks um, like email management and calendar management, scheduling, It can be creative tasks. We do a lot of social media graphics and captions, um, a lot of PDFs and opt-ins, marketing pieces, but also there's a lot of tech pieces too. So a lot of business owners are getting into business and finding out that there's a lot of software involved that they're not necessarily willing to learn or wanting to take the time to because at the end of the day, it isn't fun for them and it isn't income generating, but it's a necessary piece of the puzzle. But it's fun for you. It sure is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I knew there were people like you out in the world (laughs) that, that enjoyed this kind of like, not just admin stuff, but figuring out the tech and really putting those pieces together so that they work better for service-based businesses. So you're working with online entrepreneurs, coaches, that kind of thing? Actually, there's a handful of online, but there's a lot of um, business owners that we support that have an actual brick and mortar business as well. 
Okay. So I want to ask you though, um, about when to hire a virtual assistant. This is something that my clients ask me a lot is they're ready because there's parts of their business that they don't really like doing, or they're not very good at, and they would love to hire a virtual assistant, but they don't really know when it's time. And when they do, like, how do they even begin to find one? That's a great question. So business owners, it's true. We wear a lot of hats and it's really important. And it's wise when we start out, you know, to be rather lean, but we can't stay lean and grow. And so that's the point where I think it's really important to start bringing on a team and a virtual assistant is a great place to start when you are wanting to grow and stop wearing all the hats. So that could be things that you don't know how to do or don't like to do. Quit doing those. Get back to the parts of your business that you love. Um, but also uh, get rid of things that are on your plate that are just taking too much time. And so when you hit that that point where you need to go to the next level, but you're capped, whether it's your hours or your skills, um, bring someone on who can help move you forward. I love that. So there's a lot of people though, that I have talked to that like, they're definitely ready to unload a piece of this. But like, for example, um, I have a client right now who desperately needs somebody to help her filter through all of her emails. She has, I think three or four different email addresses that she's used over the years and she needs to clean them up and clean them out. And I'm like, well, maybe you should hire a virtual assistant. And she says, I wouldn't even begin to know how to hand that over to a virtual assistant to like help them figure out which emails I want or don't want or how to categorize them. So how do you help people that come to you and they're like, I feel like a train wreck. I feel like a mess. Like, does that intimidate you? Or are you like that? This is my party. Like, come on in. I can't wait to get into this. Yeah. And I think that probably, Anne, is what sets... Oak and Maven apart from some other virtual assistants. So there's a lot of virtual assistants who are doers and they do need the client to say, this is what I want you to do. This is exactly the three things that need done. And the client is right, more or less driving. Whereas we are really partners with the client. And so we would go in and we would take a look at that, you know, situation of four inboxes and really help to identify at the 30,000 foot level, what's important. You know, we could easily group some things together and say, Hey, these seem to be redundant. This seems to be taking a lot of space that you're not actually doing anything with. And yeah. so we just, um, are new eyes in the business also. And so we just like to come in and help you, you know, with whatever that needs to be. But with that particular example, um, I think just coming in and having those new eyes just gives her the confidence that it's being taken care of and in a, you know, productive way. Yeah. I think that that's so helpful, but I think that, and I'm curious what you think about this. I, I think there's some fear that I've noticed some business owners have about turning over things like that, right? Like, I don't know, it feels personal or maybe they're afraid to give it to a VA because if they hate it, a VA might hate it also. Like, how do you help your clients just kind of deal with the fear of 
turning something over to you so that they know it is in good hands. Because I know you, I have no doubt it's in good hands with you, but how do you talk to a client who has a little bit of trouble letting go? Yeah, that's a really layered question there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. So that, those are all really good spots to hit. Um, one thing that comes to mind right away is we hop on a discovery call. So as soon as we start working with someone and that really starts to build the relationship, it builds the trust and that you know, really shows that we are an expert in what we're doing and we can be trusted and we will treat your business better than our own. Um, and so it really starts with that discovery call. But then from there, helping the client to know that this is something we love. You know, you might not love your inbox, but we do. This is fun for us. And so the things that you don't love, let's talk about it. And we'll be honest, you know, if you bring something up that we don't know how to do or don't enjoy, we will say that and then we'll figure out how to move that forward together. Um, but yeah, just helping to identify those pieces is the biggest piece. Yeah, that's really cool. It makes me think of this conversation or this talk that I heard Andy Stanley give a long time ago, where he had some stuff in his office that he always had to do that just drained him. It just made him feel like he hated doing these things. And one day he complained about the certain thing that he had to do. And the, there was an assistant nearby and she said, well, why don't you let me do that? And he goes, oh, I would never ask that of you. It's a horrible task. And she goes, are you kidding? It's one of my favorite things to do. I would love to do that. And he was blown away by this idea that something that he didn't like brought joy to somebody else. And that changed his whole way of thinking that it's actually a gift to give away the things you don't care for to people who love them. And yeah. then more gets done, more people get served, more help gets given. It's, it's just a good thing. And so that has always sort of shaped my view of whether or not you should hire a virtual assistant. I think it's great to know that you guys love doing this, but I have a question for you. And this one's going to be a little deep. So I have hired virtual assistants for myself in the past, and some have been great and some have not been great. Mm -hmm. How do you go about hiring somebody that's going to really work for you? I mean, you guys do the discovery call, which I think is so helpful to get to know whether or not you fit, but what should people be looking for when they're looking for a virtual assistant? Like, how do they know it's going to be a good fit? So a lot of that is going to come on the front end for you is to really identify the type of people that you enjoy working with, what kind of personality, um, you know, you and I are familiar with the Enneagram and I'm sure some of your listeners yeah. are too at this point. And so what are those Enneagram types that are just difficult for you to work with? And we all have them and it's okay. Um, so whether that's a personality thing, or if you just know that you need a doer, that's the type of person that you want to hire is somebody who's going to come in and do the 10 tasks, check them off and be done. But if you want somebody to help give feedback and say, hey, I see that something's being done this way and I can see a different path that it would be different, but I could see how it would be better. Are you interested? Then that's the type of person that you want to look for. And so it's really um, on you at that point to ask some of those questions in those discovery calls ahead of time and to figure out what type of 
person it is that you're partnering with. Okay. And so then say you find the person that you want to work with and you begin this relationship. It has also been my experience that for the first little bit anyway, there's a little bit more handholding involved while you kind of get to know each other and get to know how each other is working. I mean, would you say that that's true? Like that you need a little bit more time in the beginning with the person that you're working for, or am I just doing it wrong? No, that's absolutely true. And I had a mentor share with me one time, and I can't remember the book that he got this from, but it takes 40 hours together before you're really on a set path. And so 40 hours, I mean, the quicker you can front load that time with an assistant, the better. In the virtual world, you know, we're not generally working 40 hours a week with one another. And so it's going to take more time. And so just because it's taking more time doesn't mean that it isn't a good fit. Um, yeah. It's just going to take some time. Okay. That's really interesting. I love that 40 hours. Cause that like gives you sort of a target that as you're working with this person, you're going to need about 40 hours of just conversation, getting to know each other, talking about different projects before that person should really be able to sort of anticipate your needs and take off running with what you have them doing. Yeah. And that's more really in on the, more of the executive virtual assistant side, right? Where you're okay. more of a than a doer. Um, a doer should be able to, you know, within the first two to three months, I would say, really be confident in skills. And you can set that up really well for them. Um, I actually have a free guide that you can get on my website. Um, that will help you identify what to outsource. And then through that process at the very end, you've not only identified a task, but you have then created a plan for what, what the task is, how often it happens, what they need to complete it, uh, what the steps are, and then the details to maintain it. And so we know that in the business world as an SOP or a standard operating procedure. Yeah. Other people are familiar with that or not, but that's basically what this is setting you up to do at the end. And the more SOPs that you have and can give to your assistant, they know exactly how you want something done, when you want it done, and why. And even the why I found is so important. So instead mm. of just doing a task, knowing the importance of it and why that's important to you and your business really just helps um, solidify in their mind what they're doing. And, you know, it just gives them a little bit more ownership too. Sure. So it's like casting a vision for the project or why it's necessary and helping that person get on board with you so that you really kind of become a team. Right. Both working toward the same thing. Yep. And I've dropped that word a lot here. We, we support as virtual assistants, but we partner. And so it really is that team, that partnership at the end of the day, that is going to allow your business to move forward and be successful. Okay. What do you look for in a really great client? And maybe give us a little bit of tea over like, what's not a great thing in a client? Mm. You know, I think what's great is when someone has a big picture vision for their business or what they're doing. They have the goal and they can clearly 
articulate that and get others excited about it. Um, when I'm excited about my client's business, it just makes me want to go above and beyond, you know? Yeah. And I think that's true for most assistants. And the ones that are really difficult are when you ask a question, they're like, I don't know, what do you think? I don't know, what do you think? And when that happens repeatedly, it feels more like we're not just moving things forward, but we're having to also build another business, essentially. Oh, okay. I can see that. Mm -hmm. So if you've got somebody who's indecisive looking to you to be making decisions, then mm -hmm. you are the business builder for them as well as your own business. It is. Yeah. And that's, that's too much. You don't want to build two businesses. I mean, there's a difference, I think, between I'm not sure how to execute this versus I don't know what to do next. Yes. I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. Okay. So that's really interesting. So mm -hmm. VAs like decisive people who kind of have that vision and know what they're looking for. It is. Yeah. I feel like we can come alongside you and just move things forward quicker in that scenario. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. So tell me, what is your favorite thing as a virtual assistant? I mean, you lead other virtual assistants, like you have an agency, right. but just for you, like what's your favorite thing or what's your favorite, I guess, tool that you get to use? Mm -hmm. It's meeting one-on-one -on -one with my clients and identifying a goal or a big project and then figuring out what all the little pieces are that need to happen to get there. Um, and so that usually involves a lot of calendaring. It involves project management tools. And that's really kind of where I get nerdy and excited. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's so great. I mean, I used to do project management once upon a time when I was working at a bank back in my corporate days. And that's no joke. Yeah. I mean, project management is really very involved. It goes to the deepest level of detail and to find somebody that nerds out over it is really a cool gift. I think that that's awesome that you love to do that. Yeah, it's really fun. And I know a lot of people don't like it. And so again, that's a hard one for people to, you know, want to hand off or trust someone to help them with. And yeah, if you get somebody who's excited about it, you can tell that you can trust them. Yeah. Well, it makes me excited even just listening to you because I have some admin skills. Uh, I didn't stay in the corporate banking world doing the project management because I didn't love getting into that level of detail. And so listening to you talk about how much you love that and how you nerd out about that, like that excites me because I'm like, Ooh, what project can I give her that will light her fire and help me out? Right. But that's right. what it should be is thinking through all of the things you have going on, all the goals that you're setting, especially at, we've got a new year coming up at the time of this recording. So a lot of people are thinking about goal planning and business planning and structures and systems. And now is a great time to be thinking about hiring a virtual assistant to help you, like you said, grow and go to the next level, it but is. in an organized way. Yes. I just think it's invaluable what you do. I love that you said the organized way, because that really is the key. <laughs> yeah. It helps you, I think, 
feel like you're not as chaotic in just in your mind and in your business. I mean, one of the things I hear over and over again from my clients is they a lot of times they feel all over the place, especially because as because I work mostly with online entrepreneurs and communicators. So people who are trying to, you know, develop a message, develop a book, develop a business, and they're the HR department, they're the marketing department, they're the CEO, they're the CFO, they're the COO, they're everything. And so there's so much to do and it gets so overwhelming. And I think the ability to hand off a piece of that or several pieces of it to somebody who's excited about it, who wants to partner with you and get you organized, Mm -hmm. I think takes away that feeling of chaos, which I think increases the feeling of confidence. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I don't mean to be like, selling your thing for you, but I just, I'm so excited about everything you're saying. I don't think you're so much a virtual assistant agency. You're a confidence broker. Mm. I like (laughs) that. I'm going to put that on my new um, bio. (laughs) I think you should, because I think that's what it, it just, it helps people feel like they've got their act together. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I have loved this conversation. We could keep talking. I could keep asking you all these questions, but we are running out of time. So before we go, I would love for you to tell everybody listening, where can they find you and connect with you if they want to hire you or to learn more? You've already mentioned about your free opt-in, which I am going to put a link in the show notes to. Great. But yeah. where can they get in touch with you? We're on Instagram at Oak and Maven. And then our website is oakandmaven.co. Okay, perfect. And you know, I was just telling you before we started recording that I've just been on your Instagram and it's beautiful and I yeah. love it. Thank you. And so everybody go follow Ashley over at Oak and Maven and Ashley, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of your wisdom about virtual assistance. This is going to bless so many people. I can't wait. Oh, I hope so. Thanks, Anne. There you have it. I hope that you got so much out of this episode. I hope you'll save it. You'll download it. You'll revisit it. You'll take all the notes. And I hope that you're going to share it with people that you know that might benefit from some of this information. Thank you so, so much for listening to the Squiology podcast. You can find all of the links for everything that we talked about today in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and take a screenshot and post about it on your Instagram or your Facebook or wherever you like to post and then tag me because I will also reshare it. It makes my day when you do that, but really what it does is it helps other people like you find the show and build our community. Got comments? I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram or head over to my website and shoot me an email. Thanks again for listening. I'm so happy that you're here and so happy to be on this journey with you, both of us together. And I cannot wait to see you next time on the Swayology Podcast.